Well, hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us today for our next episode of Mixed Messages with Jeff Bogue. My name is Joe Caruso, and I'll be your host as we dig into today's topic. Well, from news sources to comedians, from friends to advertisements, it seems everyone has an idea of how we should think and live and make decisions. And when everyone disagrees, how do we cut through the noise? How do we sift through all the information overload and choose what governs our lives? As we pray and process these things, we want to offer a resource to navigate some of the day's most pressing topics and questions. Jeff Aru? Yes, Joe. <laughs> topics and questions. And here we you go. You kind of hung up there for a second. Yeah, well, you know, I was trying to Did I to distract think, you? I was answering a text. You were answering, you were answering a text. No, you ever have those moments where um, you, you're saying something, but you're totally thinking about what you're going to say next? Yeah. <laughs> I was cu- trying to come up with, is there anything snarky or sarcastic? I was going to say right after I finished the intro, and I didn't come up with something, hence the just <laughs> hello. Um, but that was probably... My delay. That's okay. You can call yeah. me Jeff Rue. I will now nickname you Hiccup. <laughs> <laughs> Have I ever, so I do this weird thing where I hiccup once loudly. Yeah. And um, like I'll back away from the mic a little bit, but it's kind of like a, yeah. Like it's just really <laughs> strange. And I'll do that like, I don't know, a couple times a week. And it's not the hiccups because it will happen once and yeah. I'm done. Interesting. But it sounds like this giant hiccup. Well, I've never met anyone else that does that in my entire life until Bob Ball. <laughs> I wish. No, my father-in-law. Oh. <laughs> my father-in-law does it, and Mandy thought the same thing. She's like, my dad makes this weird noise every once in a while, and I've never met anyone else, and then I meet this guy, and now he's my husband. So Mandy has these two men in her life that do this really random noise. Sorry, Mandy. Yeah. I tried to warn you. When we did premarital, Mandy, when we did premarital counseling, how long did I try to talk you out of this? So many literal red flags. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Well, Jeff, we have a uh, a submitted question today, and it's short. And okay. I, uh, the question is short, but I think um, we can expand it a little bit. The question is simply, why doesn't prayer work? Interesting, right? And and. I've heard versions of this question before, you know, because it can seem at times like, gosh, I, you know, I prayed for the thing, I prayed for the new job, I prayed for my limp, uh, I prayed for my sore back, I prayed for this sickness to go away, I prayed for my friend who's struggling with this disease, mm-hmm. and whatever that scenario is still seemed to go badly. Yeah. So why doesn't prayer work? So uh, whoever submitted this question, I, I, what I'm about to say, I mean in love, and I'm not trying to be a jerk, so help me uh, with that, but um, because that's not where prayer is. Mm, so good. it does, your, your question, like, why does it work? I'm like, I, I'm, as I'm listening to that in like all your examples, I'm like, because that, what you're talking about is not prayer. Mm. Um, prayer is not us asking God to do stuff and then expecting him to do it. Yeah. That's that's a Christmas list. I mean, truly, we could end the podcast right there. That might have just blown some people's minds. Yeah. <laughs> so um, now we should elaborate, probably. Oh well, I, I suppose. But I, I think when we think about prayer, uh, and and I like I said, I'm, I'm not trying to be snarky. Even like, I think we've been taught that way. Like, if you really want something, pray for it. If you want things to go your way, pray for it. Um, you know, you want the the new job, the new house, pray for it. The boyfriend, kind of pray for it. Like that is not prayer, mm-hmm. um, because that doesn't have the heart or the attitude of prayer. So prayer is not us informing God of what's going on in our life, mm. and prayer is not us telling God what we want. Um, 
in fact, I'll go so far to say is prayer has ver- is not really for God. Hmm. Prayer is for us. So when I, when I um, pray, and uh, like if you ask me to pray for your dog, and I spend three minutes telling God about your dog and what's wrong with your dog and what a great dog it is and this and that, it, it, does God not know that? Hmm. Of course he does. Um, if I have a situation and I like put a bid in on a house and I'm like, God, we really like this house. The neighborhood's important. It's close to our job. It's in our budget. And, you know, the, the house is moving ready. And God, this is prayer is not like God already knows all that. And he mm-hmm. knows that you want it. Prayer is also not the force <laughs> where you, the more you pray, the stronger God you know, mm-hmm. respond like you you amp up your prayer warriors and you get your prayer. Um, that's not what that is. Prayer is not nearly as much about me talking to God as it is me reminding myself that God's will will be done. Mm. So when I pray, prayer is uh I, th- I think my brother, well, I heard him say it. I don't know if it's his quote or not, but I definitely heard him say it, Dave Bogue. Uh, I heard him say in the past, the absence of prayer is the presence of pride. Hmm. So prayer is way more about me humbling myself before God. Yeah. And it's not about me asking God to do things for me. It's about me allowing God to prepare my heart for what He wants to do in me. Mm-hmm. And praying for the house is fine. I don't, I don't want to be misunderstood. Like, Lord, I would love it. The, the more difficult prayer is, and God, when we don't get it, help us to trust you again. Sure. Praying for the dog is fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think it's fine. It's on your heart. When the dog dies, mm-hmm. uh, God, let me have a gratitude for this animal and what did in my life, as opposed to like, I can't believe God didn't save the life of my 13-year-old dog. Sure. Well, and Jesus says it's relational, right? So it, it's, I'm, I'm thinking of like Ainsley, if she would come to say like, Dad, can I have $5 for when I go to the thing? And you fill in your blank as to why I don't give her $5. She's not going to be like, fine, I'm not going to be in a relationship with you anymore, Dad. Yeah. It's just like, no, I just, I'm, I'm not, the only reason I don't exist is not just to give you whatever you want. Yeah. So, it, and, and, and when, you, when you shift that focus, that prayer is more about me receiving the will of God and me yielding to the will of God, pray, what that means then is prayer always works. Mm. It works 100% of the time yep. because prayer is not about us getting what we want. Now, Jesus says, make your request known to God. Uh, Jesus says, bring all your anxieties and all your cares to me. So um, when when my car is broken, that's an anxiety, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Uh, when, I, when I would like to um, get into a college I dream about, that's a care. Mm-hmm. I like your analogy with the father. Like I'm, I'm like, uh, I want to give good things to my kids. When I don't, as a loving father, there's a much bigger reason than I didn't hear you and I don't care about you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep, yep. So when 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 my kids come to me and say, "Dad, it's my desire 
my, my friends are going on a senior trip and I love them and I want to be with them and it would be amazing. Can I go? Mm-hmm. If I say yes, I'm saying yes for more reasons than you asked. Sure. If I say no, I'm saying no for more reasons than you can understand. Sure. Yep. Did you going to your father work? Yes. Right. You got an answer. Mm-hmm. And 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 prayer is more about what what do I do with the answer right. than what the answer is. So you would see in the scriptures, you would see the the people, uh, the the disciples, and the people pray, and sometimes they would do God would do miraculous things, and we would have stories of that, and those stories should be encouraging. I've I've seen God do miraculous things. Many times, I'm sure they prayed, and nothing happened. I, I bet you they prayed for Peter before he was crucified. Sure. Yep. I bet you they prayed for John the Baptist before he was beheaded. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. I I bet you I bet you they prayed for Jesus as he was dying. You see, what I'm saying that there's there's all all of those events, the martyrdom, the difficult time. How many times did Paul pray to be released from his thorn in the flesh? Yep. But Paul would never look and say prayer didn't work. Paul looked and said. Basically, not my will, but yours be done. You must be teaching me something else. And mm-hmm. he was like, you're keeping me humble. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. And then he was showing what his grace is. Yeah. He says, my grace is sufficient. Yeah. Like, it, my connection with you is what you actually need. Yeah. It, it, my weakness, in fact, my weakness makes that connection stronger. So it's a, it's a and again, I, I just want to, because I, I want you guys to submit questions. I don't want to feel like I'm batting your question down, but... Like it, it's a be, it's a false premise to say prayer doesn't work. Yep. Um, the 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 real question would be, um, why is it so hard for me to accept God's will? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's a difficult one. Sure. And that has to do with faith. That has probably at times to do with pride. Uh, that has to do with trust, that has to do with having an eternal mindset, that has to do with our sanctification process. And like, why is it hard to accept God's will? Because I'm still here on earth walking by faith, and I'm not fully sanctified with Christ yet. But the more I accept His will, the more that process plays out. In fact, trials are going to bring that about faster and more purely than good times are. Yeah, I, I kind of like you were saying earlier... It, it's the it's the focus of what prayer is that then resets the expectations of what we're going to quote unquote get out of it, and so if the whole idea of prayer is I'm pretty sure God is a genie and I just have to bring in the right passcode to get what I want, like that's not going to go very far. But if the whole point of prayer is to come to Him, humble ourselves before Him, be connected with Him, then e- even those those things that I'm asking for, I'm not trying to get God to change. I'm trying to get him to inform me, change me, yeah. uh, influence me, show me the right mindset, give me a pathway forward, kind of regardless of how this works. And so um, I, I was kind of reminded of Psalm 23, actually, where it just says, you know, um, you know, he, he's with us in the valley of the shadow of death. It's not God keep me out of the valley of shadow of death. Yeah. It's realizing that he walks us through the valleys. He walks us through the hard times. Um I love what you mentioned about the cares and, you know, we bring our cares and anxieties before the Lord. That's incredible, because 
yeah, he may not fix all of our scenarios right away, but to step into those realities, realizing and reminding ourselves that we're not in control, like being reminded that like we're secure in him, regardless of the circumstances that are floating around us, like that's a really, really big deal that again, it's not to get the things answered. It's to remind ourselves that he is here with us. Yeah. And when we pursue that, you know, I think about think about prayer relationally, mm-hmm. right? So um, my father, I have enormous respect and love and gratitude for. He's with the Lord now. Um, when I look back on my relationship with my dad uh, in our life, our life was actually very difficult. My, my life was very difficult uh, because of... Um, uh, sickness in my family. Um, my life was abnormal, right? My child—I did not have a normal childhood. Um, I had a sick father and a sick mother, and then they both dealt with depression be, re- related to that, and lots of other things I don't want to talk about. And so, my life was a difficult life, but I had a good father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I had a, a father that I trusted, and mother mm-hmm. that I trusted. Uh, they gave me a lot of wisdom. Um, I've always been, uh, now I'm old, but when I was young, people would say, you're wise beyond your years. Well, I was wise beyond my years because I didn't have a choice. <laughs> you know, I was trying to survive something. Um, some of the things that are my uh, greatest strengths come from my greatest pain, um, and we had no money, mm-hmm. and my dad never got better. So what I trade, what, what was the greater gift? Would the greater gift have been a healthy dad with a $10 million inheritance or the mother and father I had and all the pain that was involved in our life and the relationships I have at the end of it? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll I'll take my life again and again and again because yep. I love my mom and dad, and my relationship with my mom and dad was forged in God not making all of their problems go away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. So when we go and ask God, we're like, God doesn't listen to prayer; He make my problems go away. I'm like, maybe He's He's giving you something greater. You're not if you ask Him for a. Bread, he's not going to give you a stone, mm-hmm. right? Um, the, the the scripture says, uh, "I I ask God to you know, give me a million dollars." Well, maybe He's giving you something more than a million dollars. I always joke around a little bit. I'm, I always tell my kids, "I'm going to give you what your grandfather gave me to help you with college." And they're like, "What?" I'm like, "A good work ethic." <laughs> well, I didn't have a good work ethic because. My dad was hard. I had a good work ethic because I didn't have a choice. Sure. Right? I didn't have a choice. Yep. I had to survive. Yep. But I'm like, I'm, I would rather have, I'll, I'll make quote unquote my own million dollars. I would rather have the richness of what God gave me because I, 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 I had a good father. Mm-hmm. My, my father did not put me through difficult times because he was harsh. My father put me through difficult times because he didn't he didn't have a choice. I'm sure he would rather have not been sick. Yep. Right? So we have to think of God differently and 
And when you look at what God does, God is always good. He loves you. Um, He will never leave you or forsake you. He lavishes you with grace and mercy. So when he says no, you interpret that through all of that. Yep. And a lot of times we're like, I'd trade all that for a boyfriend. I'm like, that's a horrible trade. Yeah. I'd trade all that for my... I'm like, that's a... that's. That's a horrible trait, and, and it is the heresy of the prosperity gospel word of faith movement that says, if you love God and God loved you, he'll give you whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Ask in my name. And I'm like, that's not what that passage is talking about, and that is not how the Bible worked. Sure. Jesus loved John the Baptist. They were cousins, and mm-hmm. he was beheaded. Mm-hmm. Peter, James... Matthew, Luke, these men loved Jesus, and they were all martyred. The Apostle Paul loved Christ, and he died mm-hmm. at the hands of Rome. Like I'm like, this is not... None of those guys got rich. None of those guys went free. And if they went free once, they'd wind up back in jail because they wouldn't shut up mm-hmm. about Christ. And all of them would say, Christ is good, he is loving, we are wealthy spiritually. Mm-hmm. We have a reward in heaven. None of them would. None of them once ever would say prayer didn't work. Yep. In I, fact, they would say it was the thing that sustained them. Absolutely, it, because yeah. it was about the connection. It's about the relationship. And that, um, <laughs> I love that you brought up that passage about ask whatever you want in my name. And you know, we can at first blush hear that is oh, that's the password. If I want whatever I want, just ask it in the name of Jesus. But it's it's like in his reputation in the and when you know who Jesus is ask for that like this is might sound weird but like i i really can't stand hawaiian pizza i think it's the worst i'm like that is a blasphemy that you put pineapple on pizza <laughs> i can't i can't i even love pineapple just not on pizza so if you went to a pizza place and you're like hey i'm picking up some pizzas for joe and like these are hawaiian pizzas yeah 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 it's for joe caruso they're like no it's not I love that the pizza place would know that. Oh, absolutely. There, there, actually, there are a few that might know that. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, like, or if, if someone said, hey, Joe wants to put in an order for this event, so I'm going to get a bunch of Hawaiian pizzas for him. You're like, no, that's not what Joe wants. Because you're asking about it through your knowledge of me, your, your relationship with yeah. me, the reputation that I have. I would never order pineapple pizza unless I was trying to hurt somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, or the scripture is saying, like, when you ask whatever we want my name, what he's saying is like, when you ask for my heart, mm-hmm. I'll give you my heart. Yeah. And, and you know, if I'm not, and I'm trying, I don't want to be, guys, I, I, I don't want to be snarky or sarcastic, uh, but I'll say this, and I guess in a bold way. If we prayed as much for lost people as we prayed for uh, easy circumstances, if we prayed as consistently for a lost and dying world as we do bless food and a safe trip, you know, and it's that. And then, and then there's a there's I'm sure that there's a loving parent right now that would say, Jeff, but I do. I pray for the salvation of my children. I pray for the health of my baby, and I'm like, I'm with you. Why won't God answer that? He is. He is. And your faith, uh, trusting in his mystery, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I also know that, like, people get angry. Um, like, I have a, 
a friend who I love deeply that walked away from the Lord because their grandfather died. And I'm like, what did you think was, like, when is it okay that your grandfather died? Yeah. Because human beings die. Mm -hmm. So, like, but the Lord didn't heal him. I remember this lady when my dad was dying. She was like, I want to come pray. She It was a long story, but she's a little nuts. But she, she was like, I want to come pray over your dad. I'm like, for what? <laughs> she said, for healing. I said, why? Well, he can be, so he can be healed. I'm like, so he can die later? Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to go be with the Lord. Which is excellent healing. <laughs> and, he, and he's an old man. Right. I, I, I mean... I didn't want my dad to die. I love my dad a ton, but I'm like, this is inevitable. I mm-hmm. don't view this as like God has removed his hand. Mm-hmm. God is comforting. My dad was fully assured of his salvation. Yep. I'm like, what are we talking about right now? Mm-hmm. You know, and like, and I, I've had people say, uh, I, I walked away from Christ because my my dog died. I'm like, well, how old was your dog? Oh, 13. I'm like, well, what did you? Like, how is that inevitable? So so if you could ask for one supernatural miracle in your life, it would be that your dog lives forever. Right. Right? And, and that's where this, like, why doesn't it work? I'm like, it, it, it always works. Mm-hmm. It, it's us looking and saying, um, I want to yield to it. And sometimes I think this happens... When we're young, I remember being, you know, young and praying for a girlfriend. And now I'm like, what a dumb thing that, but back then it wasn't. Sure. Well, that's, it's the same thing that like, I want Ainsley to come to me with whatever's on her heart. Right. And so that's why we can take these things to the Lord. It's just not not, about getting whatever we want. It's exactly it. He's not rejecting. He's not saying no. He's not scolding. Mm -hmm. But everybody, if you're 15, the things that were important to you at 5 seem silly at 15. And if you're 25, 15 seems silly. If you're 35, 25, and you're a loving father. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, I also believe God does miracles. 100%. Absolutely. And I also believe that God answers your prayer in the way that you ask him to sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to discount the other side of it. Prayer is about us allowing God's will. It's not about God doing ours. Yeah, that's really, really good. I hope this is a a helpful conversation. I know, I mean, honestly, even as I'm sitting here, it is for me that the conversations that we have with the Lord are what begin to change our life and give us the perspective to not only navigate what we're going through— but then he empowers us to go and have those conversations with others. That connection with God is one of the most powerful things we can have. Well, if you have questions, even if they're this short, that you would like us to address... (laughs) It's a great uh, question. It is a super good question. Um, You can always do that at bath.gracechurches.org slash mixed messages. And if we can help you take any unique next steps, maybe it's even having a conversation about things that are happening in your life, because not only will God walk uh, through those things with you, but maybe someone in the church family can as well. Um, if uh, If you like what you're hearing and you want to hear more of it, make sure you subscribe, follow, rate, and review our podcast. And if you're looking for a community of people to come together with, seek God, maybe even pray with, you can do that here with us at Grace Church as well. Well, thank you so much for jumping in with us as we continue to seek God's voice through all the mixed messages around us. See you next time.